The Stories This Moment podcast is brought to you by TNC Network. TNC offers content and media that informs, helps, heals, educates, as well as inspires. TNC.network. News you can use. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stories This Moment podcast. I'm your host, Rod Washington. Today, we continue our conversation with Mike Sleva. Not only is Mike Sleva an actor with Cactus Pick Motion Pictures and Cupic Diary of an Investigator, he was a teacher for 12 years. Also, Mike is an activist for social justice and environmental concerns. Mike and I had a conversation about race and the Derek Chauvin trial. Mike talks about the conviction of Derek Chauvin and what it meant to him. What do you think about the trial and the uh, verdict? Um, I think this trial has probably been going on. Um, it, it seems like it's on a loop for the last few hundred years. And it got to the point where just like um, talking about unidentified flying objects, you cannot ignore the elephant in the room. And that is we don't convict um, a lot of white men in this country, or we haven't on the killing of people of color and let alone then police officers. Um, that is just something that is especially specifically white police officers. That's something that's very rare. And this was so blatant and we've had tons and tons of video lately. And obviously historically everything has been blatant um, from, you know, pre-slavery during uh, when you know, we were first bringing, you know, um, slaves were coming across into the new world to all the way to uh, reconstruction to Jim Crow uh, civil rights movement and up to body cams. And, you know, and you throw in even prior to that Rodney King, yeah. there's so much overwhelming evidence that this kind of came to a head with this particular case, which was like countless cases in the past. Um, but it was like the system could not escape itself at this point. It had yeah. to do something. And of course there's always wiggle room with, you know, the verdict, uh, not the verdict, but the actual sentencing, like, you know, we could talk about that, but I think there was just very little wiggle room where society was, where protesting is reached and our political and societal tension in this country and divide that there was nowhere else to hide. And so finally, um, there was a conviction and a rather quick one once the process started going. So, um, but you know, to me, this is, this is just one out of, um, a sea of nothing prior to this. So, um, yeah, long way to go, obviously. Yeah. For me, it, I compared it to 30 years ago with uh, Rodney King and the same expectations that we had for the Derek Chauvin trial, we had for the, the, the police officers back in Los Angeles. But it worried, it, it, I kind of knew that they were going to have a conviction, but that 
feeling that I had that something it, it could have gone south. Sure. And if they didn't get a conviction, would they have torn Minneapolis apart? And it always always worried me because I and I was in L.A. when it happened when mm-hmm. when, when they announced the very we knew that there was going to be like civil unrest because people were just getting upset by what was being reported out of the uh, trial. And as soon as that verdict came out, everybody's heart just sank. All those officers got off. I could see the difference in the Derek Chauvin trial that you had police officers coming forward and saying that that was excessive. That was excessive. The only people that were talking that it wasn't was the uh, defense team. Right. And then the comment the judge made about Maxine Waters making that comment, which wasn't even related mm-hmm. to what they were saying. It was. Right. They were just trying to find some way to, to have a mistrial. Right. And that, that was kind of the throwback to, uh, you know, the, the past is like they can, you know, get their way out of this with technicalities. Yes. Ma- and made up ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I was glad that they had a conviction and they found them guilty. Now, this past few days when his uh, sentencing came around, it could have gone either way. They could have gave him the maximum of 40 years or whatever it is, or they could have gave him the minimum. And when he gave him 20.5, yeah. it felt better because you finally have somebody who's going to actually serve jail time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go with what uh, the attorney general from Minnesota said, Keith Ellison, he said that this is not justice, it's more accountability. They're on the road to justice, hopefully. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I think you made an important point with the police officers. This is, uh, this is what's new is police officers were actually um, going against the, uh, you know, the blue wall, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and, and that is something I didn't know if we, I would even see um, in my lifetime. Exactly. And it's almost right up there with, you know, alien life forces coming here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like one of those things you think you'll never see. Um, I think the other thing I, I've thought about is, you know, because of uh, American, a white American fear, in particular white American, suburban white American fear of um, the loss of commerce and uh you know you know worried about rioting and and businesses and their bottom line being hit i'm I'm wondering what the feeling is from folks including yourself that is 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 white america really um in general terms obviously because you know that's a large group of people who have diverse um beliefs on race in particular yeah but the, the general you know, John Doe and Jane Doe, is it, is it because they fear the economic fallout with violence or whatever it happens to be and maybe boycotts and so on and so forth? Or is it really because they're moving their needle um, and they see the atrocities um, uh, that have been um, duly ignored throughout history and finally it's gotten to the point where it's like i mentioned earlier you you really can't ignore it because it is so blatant and yeah. there are so many people pointing to it um and you know and it's all over the media and and so on and so forth so i don't think i mean it's it's kind of a rhetorical question i don't know if that can be answered because it's generational it's obviously yeah. um socioeconomic um well the answer will change but 
sometimes I wonder, it's like, do they just fear that they're going to get their shit burnt down? Um, and they don't really care about, you know, changing the actual um, race relations in this country. I think there's a, there's a little bit of what you said, the needle moving and some, this pandemic mm-hmm. had people sitting at home and they had right. nothing better to do but just watch television. And when you watch an atrocity like that happen before your eyes, a lot of people I was talking to, it just became clear to them that, that oh, crap does go on. And I think it's that the fact that they were able to sit there and watch it happen right before them. Yeah, for like nine, get, ten minutes. Yeah, and and that's a long time. That's 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 almost an eternity for yeah. television <laughs> for, for picking somebody's right. interest. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you have those people who saw that, and I heard it from a lot of people that I know saying that, that yeah, that's terrible. I, I hope that guy gets convicted. And it, it was yeah. not the typical. Well, he should have complied. No, that you remember how you do that after every. There was some of that though. Oh, yeah, there was. There was. But I heard more of the other this time. I think that's the thing. My question always for folks like that is, like, what what has to happen? Like, give me a scenario. What has to happen where you go, okay, maybe this particular institution isn't acting in a way that I think is, is you know, proper. <laughs> Mike and I continued the conversation, and we had a discussion about wokeness or being woke. Let's go to wokeness. Wokeness is me yeah. finally seeing things for what they are. That's what they. That's where that term comes from. But it's being co-opted and misused for other things. Yeah, it is. I. Th- it also. I think. Um. I think that the criticism that I have for it, um, the, the quote-unquote woke culture is. Yeah. Um, and. And because I've I've been involved um, in things that most people that when they think of the word woke they'll think of particular things and I'll just use one particular term and that's um, you know social justice people who um, advocate social justice talk about it write about it speak about it um, th- those are a lot of at least on the right people that get thrown into the woke culture because um, they think they are aware of a particular um, injustice that they are now woke to. Um, I do think that is um, the, the criticism I have towards the wall culture, minus what the right always thinks, because the the right just dismisses anything that would uh, change a particular um, dynamic uh, as far as the status quo goes, uh, or the power structure, I should say. But my criticism of the wall culture is that's all they do in most cases, is they like to talk about it, read about it, make movies about it, uh, debate about it. Um, And there's very little. And then when they do do something, um, it's generally um, symbolic. Yeah. A march, um, a, a protest. There's very little what I would call actual, like, movement as far as your physicality is going in and your and putting yourself in a place where you for the first time maybe ever are at risk yeah um you are not i just see the wool cultures in the people that i deal with and um you know, a lot of this is you know former colleagues and students and, and things like that um who i would consider woke on some levels on many levels but at the same time <sighs> 
um, and this is particularly the the white folks, and in particular, if you want to narrow it down, even the white men, is uh, what are you risking? Other than you know, you're talking about it, and somebody may um, you know may get in an argument with you. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you still go home. You know, you still go to your your house in the suburbs, and you still drive your car, and you still go yes. to work, and you still get your groceries, and blah blah blah. So yes. there's no risk to it. I think there's a lot of mental masturbation around it, and a lot of I think the term that's thrown around now is, um, I told my wife this the other day, it, what was that term I said that you go, oh, what is that? Um, virtue uh, signaling. Virtue signaling. There's a lot of virtue signaling going on in the quote unquote yeah. woke um, world. Like, oh, you know, I read this book on race. Oh, I went to this particular conference. And, I, you know, I've, I've done those things and I'm not excluding myself from them. But at the same time, um, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is just a bunch of talk at some point, and we're just analyzing this shit. What has got to change for me personally? Um, because I, I can, you know, talk about systemic change, but like, what am I doing personally to try and uh, navigate systemic change? Um, and so that's that's the, my criticism of it. It's a lot. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot of conversation, and the conversation's fine, but at some point, it's got to move to something else. And let's let's go by example. Uh, defund the police. Now, right. what what do you mean by that? Do you mean defund them so or reappropriate the money so they don't have military style weapons? Or, or mm-hmm. what do you mean? Do you mean just disband the police altogether? And and they'll say these talking points without a clarification because right. they heard uh, they heard a protester say it. Yeah. What about cancel culture? Yeah, <laughs> Well, I think those two, those two things are in line. You know, the, the right really started throwing at the left cancel culture because people were getting deplatformed at universities yes. um, for various things that uh, may not have gone over in the quote unquote um, liberal, progressive, um, even woke, um, uh, uh, again, air quotes, agenda, whatever that means. But then it's also shifted to. Um, the right, because obviously, uh, in the biggest cancel culture moment I've ever probably witnessed at this point is <laughs> the election. Yes, which is they want to cancel they the election. Can- they really. cancel the- <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's interesting because the right has really turned, and um, they are the they are the party of cancel now. That you know anything that is brought up that may be policy. Yes or maybe um, looked at as uh, uh, change, systemic change, is sort of thrown on the, the cancel block. And um, so there's this, it's this battle of who's canceling who on both sides. And, yes. um, yeah, and, that, and that's kind of what, I think it, it, it kind of started where I've seen some videos in the past where, uh, let's say just, um, I'll make up a, a story that's kind of, um, uh, conglomeration of a lot of the stories a professor might say something in a classroom that somebody might take offense to and so they will go right to the top this particular uh, student instead of talking to the professor and try to get the professor fired and so on and so forth now i'm not saying that happens all the time but things like that do happen and then you know the professor walks out people are shouting and screaming at the professor and um you know it's in other words it doesn't start off where you're looking for a resolution you're starting off looking for blood um and I think those things do happen from time to time. Um, I've seen them on, 
you know, and, and various clips and news reports and things like that. Um, but I do think there's a hyper reactive um, wave that has gone through this country over the last, you know, decade or so where um, both sides, whether you're right or left, or whether you believe in a particular issue and you support it, let's say, uh, transgender uh, uh, rights and things like that. There's, there's this, there's, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's no nuance to people's thoughts. Yeah. There's either you're either with us or you're against us and there's no particular nuance in the debate, in the argument and in the talking points. Um, and that's where we are. I think we're just very polarized and, um, we're, we're literally trying to cancel each other out. We, we yes. think that like, if we could just get rid of this particular train of thought, um, our society will be better um, and, and yeah. so on and so forth. So. I saw this. Uh, I agree with that. It is a both sides thing. Cause I saw it on the left with mm-hmm. uh, the college campuses and comedians. Yeah, certain, yeah, certain comedians. Yeah, I they, they sent Jerry Seinfeld a letter <laughs> schooling him on how he should be a comedian. Is you know you look at people like George Carlin, Richard Pryor, um, you know back in the day, and could those guys walk onto a campus today and and, and do the things they do? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think every campus, I think a great deal of them would not, would, uh, they would, they would not be welcomed back and they would yes. probably get interrupted during their set. Yes. Um, and then Michael, that Michael go silent. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh. and so that's the thing, you know, what, what is comedy and what is, are there limits to it? And, um, are we in a culture which, you know, this term came from fight club. Are we in a culture where, um, you know, and the, the right uses this term as well. Uh, are, are we a bunch of snowflakes where we all just think we're the most special, unique thing in the world and anything that might come along that would ruffle that we take offense to? Join us again next time on our Stories This Moment podcast as we continue part two of our discussion about race relations, wokeness, and cancel culture. TNC is a group of bloggers with the collective goal of providing content and media that informs, helps, heals, educates, as well as inspires. We are not a source of hard news or partisan political commentary. We cover a personal side of the news, offering insight into hobbies, food and drink, guy, pop culture events, indie films and entertainment, science and technology, community service and social justice, travel, and also leisure. TNC offers hundreds of informative videos. Please visit us at tnc.network. And please subscribe to our newsletter. Join us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. TNC. News you can use. to thank Mike Sleva and thank you all for joining us for our stories this moment. I'm your host Rod Washington saying see you next time.